The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show, The Victory Show. That's right. The Oakland Raiders stun Main Street Sports Media and beat the Eagles 13-9 at home. Thank God. We'll talk about that and much more here on show 252. All right, Raider Nation. We will have on this show the post-game for the Eagles versus the Raiders. The new motto of the week, if it flies, it dies. I love it. That's great. Also, this story, the cable gate is officially closed. Got a hit on that for sure. Let's hope the drama and the trauma just fade away. Then, of course, Seymour goes... Back to some smack. Richard Seymour comes out huge. I'm going to hit on that and the bone line for your takes on this latest victory. We stunned them. We blew them out. The whole Raider Nation. I I just can't even tell you. Might as well just get on that story right now. Raider Nation, here we are. Post-game four, Eagles versus the Raiders. If it flies, it dies, baby. I love it. (laughs) That's correct. First, let me say thanks again to Tailgater's Barbecue Party, the place we go to tailgate. And we do it good (laughs) because they do it good out there. Kingsford Kirk is the bomb. His crew, his staff, man, they are awesome people. And that's what I'm talking about. They're people. Just like you and me. Get over there if you can. Extreme south end of the parking lot. At the end of the RV section, that's where the Rainer Nation podcast and videocasts are most of the time. Well, we got to the tailgate early as usual. Tailgate was hopping. Got to see Rada Maniac and Rada Maniac's woman. (laughs) Great people, man. You've heard him call in here before. Good people. Of course, there's always good people at the tailgate. You guys know that. Anybody that's been to the Coliseum understands that. Wasn't very many people there today, though. But uh, on this day, the Raider Nation was staying positive. Everyone was thinking around, saying, well, we could win this. Just like I said before in the last show, we could win this if we come and play as a team. And just like anything else, I always say, just come and play. That's all we ask, and that's exactly what the Raider Nation wanted. And that is what the Raiders delivered. From the opening kickoff to the last whistle of the game, the Oakland Raiders were in there kicking some frickin' asolito, my brothers. That's correct. The Raiders came to play, and they came to play hard. It's funny because before this game... The Eagles had been touting that they were going to blitz and blitz often because Jamarcus cannot throw the football. The blitz was the, the word of the week when it came down to the Eagles and any type of, of media situation you could possibly think of. As a matter of fact, they have a podcast. It's pretty interesting. Uh, they, they went off on the, this will be more like a preseason game. I mean, they said all kinds of funny shit. It was hard to listen to, man. It was hard to listen to. But it's funny now that the game is over. 
Coming to you from South Jersey and L.A., it's another Sideline Detour with Chuck, Eric, and Todd from Eagles FanCast. This is Eagles FanCast, episode 66 for October 13, 2009. So the Eagles go to 3-1 and one, defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They did it in the fashion they were supposed to do it. A good team beating a bad team in a romp. Really um, bad team. And I kind of uh, made the comment during the game that in years past, not recently, the Eagles would always play down. And it was when you played a bad team, you would never guarantee to win. Uh, we won these three games in the in the way we were supposed to win them, in my opinion. You know, we, we destroyed them. And there's still a lot of things that have to be improved. But uh, I'm sure, before we get into the meat of it all, I'm sure a lot of our listeners, a lot of our faithful are wondering, Todd, how do you feel about Donovan McNabb's play in that game? He's fantastic. Watching him out there, no, it's amazing to watch him out there and, and to, like, you don't know what you got till it's gone kind of theory. Seeing him out there and saying how good he is, he's so good. He's really good. He's the superstar. He really is a superstar. It's just I wish he would have a couple of those uh, pieces of jewelry on his fingers. But it hasn't happened yet. But it could happen this year, the way they're playing. They're playing really well. We're doing well, but, I mean, it's the same thing as last year. If we're not up by plenty of scores, we just we, – we need to – I don't understand. If you're going to send the blitz, cover your man, right? I mean, it just needs to – it needs to happen. And we send the blitz a lot when we're up by that many scores. We couldn't stop the Buccaneers. How are we going to stop the Raiders? Oh, wait, no. How are we going to stop the Redskins? No. How are we going to stop the um, – who's next? The Giants? Yeah. 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 I mean, the Giants are going to be a big test, and now we've got to wait two weeks to play the Giants. Well, maybe that's a good thing, considering everything that I'm hearing. Yeah, no, I mean, we need we need to practice, but, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup for our uh, our boys in green to uh, take on those the G-men. So, next week, win. Oh, wait. Get Are you going to go? No, no. No? No, I'm not nice. going to Oakland. I don't go to Oakland. The Raiders have lost their last three in a row and have scored only 16 points. It's the 3 and 1 Philadelphia Eagles against the 1 and 4 Oakland Raiders. And McNabb takes play action to Westbrook. Now pressured by Scott and sacked back inside the 20 yard line by Trevor Scott. What a play there by Scott to get free. And our line is solid. Our line is really solid and always been solid. Three receivers in for Philly. Two right, one left. Ellis pressure. A sack again for Trevor Scott. He's got two already in less than seven minutes of play. Really solid and always been solid. Our, our offense is solid. Obviously, I think I, I totally agree. All right. So what else? Any? Uh, I know we. I posed a question last week. Um, any worries about this game coming up? Is this an absolute slam dunk? No doubt about it. Let's talk about the Giants. I don't have... <laughs> I don't have any concerns about about it. I just my concerns pretty much rely in in how much they're going to be traveling for the next few several weeks. You know, I mean, going out to Oakland. You know, they had a pretty easy week this week. Let's let's face it. But you know, a few of our guys did get banged up. Now they go out to Oakland. Then they're going to come back. So I mean, that's that's in, my only concern with this. This well, I, we have concerns on our on our uh, postings right now. So they might throw his arm out. We should always be worried about the team. We're a good team, folks. We're a good team. I mean, this is the end of the free ride. I mean, the Redskins, although they suck, 
they always seem to play us tough, and that's a Monday nighter. So this is the last of the um, the layups, it looks like. So get healthy here, put another win in the uh, in the bank, and then we can get to the meat of the schedule, looks like. Yeah. Is this an absolute slam dunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I think I, I totally agree. <laughs> First and ten, Raiders on the 14-yard line. They fake the stretch to Fargus. Russell back, throws middle, caught. Zach Miller, first down, 35, gets by a man, 40, midfield, gets a block from Murphy down the sideline, 30, 25, 20, cuts inside, 10, a block, he's going all the way in the end zone for a touchdown, an incredible catch and run there by Zach Miller, he dives into the block hole after an 86-yard catch and run. Yeah, there's nothing the Raiders can do about it. He dives into the block hole after an 86-yard catch and run. Yeah, there's nothing the Raiders can do about it. There's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, there's nothing that Jason Campbell could do about it. But there's something that Eli Manning has done about it and might do again about it. They have a line, they have a supporting cast that could possibly throw the ball to their tight end. First and ten, Raiders. Hand off, no, a play action to Fargus, a throw middle, and a catch by a sliding Zach Miller. Jamarcus Russell's come alive here. Yeah, there's nothing the Raiders can do about it. First and ten, Raiders on their 35, playing with a 7-3 to three lead. Play action to Fargus, Russell back. Time, now going to run out left, he has room to go, 40. Tries to put a move, a 360 spin, he runs for a first down. He did Chris Gokong. Any worries about this game coming up? There's nothing the Raiders can do about it. I totally agree. 43-yard field goal by Akers. Dornboss has it down, and Akers' field goal is no good. He misses wide left. You know, it's like we have all these weapons that we will use. This will be from 47 from the left hash mark, left-footed kicker. Snap good, hold down, plenty of distance. It's no good. He missed it wide right. Our offense is solid and will be solid for the next few years. We can score a lot of points. Yeah, there's nothing the Raiders can do about it. 46-yard field goal coming up for Janikowski for a touchdown lead. Plenty of distance to Janikowski again right down the middle and pure. Philadelphia has missed their last six third-down conversions. They're a meager 2 of 13 in the, on the day. We can score plenty of points on bad teams. That's really not our issue. Jackson, Macklin, Avant, and Brown. Here's McNabb, and he's going to get sacked by Richard Seymour, which may put him out of field goal range. Back out of the 37-yard line. A huge sack there. A 10-yard sack by Richard Seymour. We haven't seen a screen pass in three weeks. The bye week, and then this one, and then the Kansas City. We didn't see one, one pass that killed us every time, which was the screen that killed us in the in the Saints game. I mean, I don't know what the... I guess they don't have a screen in their playbook, the teams that we played the last couple weeks, but that beats us. That beats us every time. There's nothing the Raiders can do about it. High formation. Miller goes in motion left to right. Play action, a blitz, a screen out to Russell, the fullback. Uh, breaks a tackle to Samuel. Breaks another and runs for a first down. First down, Raiders on the Eagle 31-yard line. You know, it's like we have all these weapons that we will use. How do you feel about Donovan McNabb? He's fantastic. Watching him out there, no, it's amazing to watch him out there and seeing him out there and saying how good he is. He's so good. He's really good. He's the superstar. He really is a superstar. Third and seven, McNabb play action. A blitz by Morrison. They got him. Thomas Howard finished him off. 
I can speak for, for myself as, and I should speak for everybody. I'm embarrassed. The Raiders outcoached us and they outplayed us from uh, every phase of the game. My hat's off to them. They did a heck of a job, man. Heck of a job and, and we didn't. <laughs> I, I thought they blocked better. I thought they tackled better. I, you know, I thought they blitzed better. They coached better. Number one, they coached better. Tell you what, Tom did a heck of a job, man. Getting his team ready to play. My hat's off to, to the Raiders. They, they were better than us today. They're a better football team than us. I was so mad. Look, look I almost didn't make this show tonight because I was so freaking pissed off. It is such a bad loss. Absolutely the laughing stock of the league this week playing that game. Absolutely. Unbelievable. I was so mad. These kind of games make me wonder why I even put the emotion I put into it. Yeah, it was Reed's fault. Everybody got hurt. We had three guys going for, for an MRI on Monday. It is such a bad loss. They lost to a pathetic team, and it's going to bite them in the ass. I was so mad. I almost <laughs> took a toothpick and stuck it right in my eyeball. Because I couldn't say that would, that would probably be less painful. Third down and 10 of the Raiders 27-yard line. Here's McNabb back. Time. Cox throws the waiver. Got blasted. Blasted. He caught the ball. But he actually lost yardage in doing so because Chris Johnson just steamrolled him. whole thing was a, an absolute debacle. And, and, and a, it's, one in my mind, one of the top three losses, worst losses in this franchise's history. First and 10 Raiders starting on their 20. High formation behind Russell. The play action rolls right into pressure. Throws to Russell, though. The fullback's got it. And he'll run out for a good chunk of 18, 19 yards all the way to the 38-yard line. A complete waste of three and a half hours of my time. It is a fourth and four on the 44. Now the Eagles go to a three receiver, two running back, no tight end set. They go slot left. McNabb in the gun. Fourth down and four. Four-man pressure. McNabb throws over the middle. It is no. incomplete or caught by Jackson off a shoe top. No, it is no, incomplete. No it's incomplete. Incomplete. The Raiders have the ball. Donovan fades back. He looks around, jumping around like a jumping bean because he can't calm down because he gets so excited in the moment, doesn't find anybody, and then creates something. And this is what our offense is based on. Our offense is solid and will be solid for the next few years. Obviously, I think I, I totally agree. <laughs> How do you feel about Donovan McNabb? He's so good. He's really good. He's the superstar. He really is a superstar. They were coming almost every down yeah. and finding McNabb in the same spot every time. Because every play they call really goes to pot as soon as they hike the ball. We look at their, their package, and they, they Donovan said it. They said they never blitz. They play a zone coverage. They never blitz. And they come in and blitz, and then we don't know what to do. Everything was called into question. McNabb's lead, leadership ability, Andy Reid's coaching ability. Absolutely the laughing stock of the league this week. Nope. That offensive line was a sieve, and those guys were blitzing him nonstop. Yeah, there's nothing the Raiders can do about it. You know, it's like we have all these weapons that we will use. Obviously, I think I, I totally agree. Fullbacks and tight ends had 13 catches. Yeah, it was Reed's fault. Why is everybody so angry about this loss? Because there's so few precious games in the season where you can truly say that you're clearly a better team than your opponent. And in the division that we play in, every game is a knockdown, drag them out of fair. We haven't played one of them yet. Our schedule is so tough the second half of the season. You get a layup in front of you against a clearly inferior team, and you throw that opportunity away. And every other team in your division lost in the same week. 
Like, it, it, it is an opportunity that you simply cannot get back. It's incalculable damages could do in terms of playoff hopes. I mean, if we finish with a tiebreaker, a tied with the Giants, for example, and then we split one-to-one, but they win the extra tiebreaker because they had a better division record, it's this Raiders game. It's this game that, that everyone's going to point to and say, well, they didn't stub their toe in week six against a crappy Oakland team that went 2-14 and 14 this season. They'd be in the playoffs. What they call 22 personnel, two backs, two tights. And they're, no, they're going to play action and roll Russell out. He goes to Russell. Gary Russell will run for the first down. First down, Raiders. And there it goes, the final gun. And the Oakland Raiders have upset the Philadelphia Eagles here by a score of 13 to 9. Anyway, without further ado, let's get to some of the heroes. Of course, the defense, man. A-plus defense, Seymour Richardson. Uh, It goes on. Thomas Howard, uh, Trevor Scott, the defensive line. The defense was incredible. More blitzes in this game than any game this season combined. We laid the blitz on these mofos like there was nobody's business. It was a very physical football game, and more than three players were taken out of the Eagles lineup this day. It was wonderful to see Donovan McNabb running around. He looked like Jamarcus Russell (laughs) in a bad game. That's exactly what he looked like, and it was wonderful to see him dancing around with the football with nowhere to throw it. You think Westbrook was going to hurt us. That's what I did, too. They ran 15 times. 15. And that was it. They passed 42 times. Crazy. Perfect game for the Raiders. Their kicker missed twice. I think that's great. There's some heroes here all over the field. I don't know where the hell Stanford route's been all this time, but he came to life in this game, and we needed him. Great Great job. Lewis Murphy, please. Zach Miller. Jamarcus Russell. Holy mackerel. Floating the pass as he's falling forward that you think for sure he's going to just fumble the ball. Gets the pass out to the running back, or should I say fullback Russell. Goes for a 10 yards, first down Raiders on a third and 10. This is the type of game we had. The crowd was freaking crazed let's go Raiders Not only did we get six sacks, two by Richard Seymour, two by Richardson, Jay Richardson, one by Trevor Scott, and one by Thomas Howard. I mean, the defense was crazy, but there were plays like this. Chris Johnson just destroyed Leonard Weaver on a swing pass. I mean, he just leveled him. Boom! The crowd was like one of those, ooh, it was great, man. You had to love it. And the longest play in 25 years was, of course, Miller 
An 87-yard touchdown reception with Lewis Murphy blocking the whole way. You guys have seen that a million times, of course, by now. Fargus, the young son hero, with 87 yards rushing. The crash dummy was phenomenal. He found creases where there were none. He made something out of nothing all day long. I'll say this. Everyone on this team played. The thing that I saw as a fan on the sidelines were high fives, a lot of production, a lot of... A lot of camaraderie, man. The Raiders were really rallying together as a team. They were playing as a team. They were pissed. They were embarrassed. They were flipped out about their game last week, and they had to show that they were who they really are. They're a good team, a young team, but they're a team that can't be taken with any doubt anymore. They can't be taken because you can't. This is one of those poison teams that you come and play. I'm telling you, other teams right now, they're flipping out. The W's they had on their wall are now erased completely because it depends on the team that shows. This game was tremendous all the way to the end uh, with Russell, the, the the fullback that we have, this new guy we got because Luke Lawton got hurt. He's a beast, man. And Luke Lawton lost his job to this cat because, for good reason, can catch very well out of the backfield, and he's a blocking monster. Great pickup by the Oakland Raiders, by the way. And Russell played his best game. And I'll say his best game by far from every perspective. 17 of 28 for 224 yards. And I'll say this. The guy played with passion. He played with heart. And he tried to mobilize his crew, his team, his responsibility to lead this team was shown this game for the first time since I've seen him. You know, even last year when we played Tampa Bay, he had flashes of it. And this is it again. Here we go. Now the question is, can we continue this victory? I'll tell you what, man. As a Raider fan at home, it was a tremendous win. The crowd, there wasn't anybody leaving the place that had any voice left. I don't know anybody that saw that game that could talk the next day. I certainly couldn't, and it was a it was a pleasure to do so. It was so funny because there were so many Eagle fans in the parking lot. There were buses of them. I'm telling you, there are buses of Eagle fans from Philadelphia. Check out our video. You'll be able to see it. These guys came from Philly. I interviewed them. They were all that. They knew they were going to win. You know, you know that team that comes to the Coliseum that thinks they're going to win, and they get all pumped up, and they're very feeling very good. They're feeling very happy because they think that they got a 90% chance of winning. Well, they were gone. They flew the coop before the end of the game. It was great because I didn't see very many green jerseys anywhere when we went home. <laughs> it was beautiful. I got to say this, man, one hell of a game to see. And those in the Bay Area that didn't get to see it, man, you got to get a copy of it because, man, it was a defensive phenomena. The blitzing was incredible. And I know, you know, Lontel called the controversy about Al Davis and control because I know how that goes, and so do you. He let the ball go, man. He dropped the ball into Marshall's hands, and Marshall, the Marshall, the real Marshall plan came out big. And one last thing I have to say on this subject. In your face, Eagles! <laughs> now that is all I have to say about that. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Suckers, liars, get me a shovel. 
Some writers I know are damn devils From them I say don't believe the hype They're claiming I'm a criminal But now I wonder how Some people never know The enemy could be the friend guardian I'm now a hooligan I rock the party and Don't, don't believe Don't believe the hype And our next story, of course, is the cable gate is now closed and locked for crying out loud. That's right. Tom Cable is vindicated by this Barney Fife-like effort by the Napa police. The Kojak goes bad case. Unbelievable. Far less than 007. These characters in Napa have got to be the Flintstones because their investigation took a decade or an ice age to get done. Unbelievable how long it took. You know that this bunch of clowns couldn't get an investigation together if their life depended on it. This is probably the biggest, as far as uh, media goes, their biggest day. So uh, unbelievable why it took so long. I know they had to dot all the I's and cross all the T's, but please, it's a good thing that Cable's not going because if he's gone, then you know we go into another turmoil situation. I know all of us were calling for his head because uh, <laughs> we actually didn't like what he was doing. You know, the more I see this situation, it looked like, again, Mr. Davis has got his fingers in the pie. Can't do nothing about that. You know it. I know it. And so does Cable. And so does Al. So since we all know it and understand it, let's accept it for what it is, unfortunately, and move the fuck on. It's a good thing Cable's not gone because we need to see what he can do the rest of the season. I certainly don't want him hanging around uh, if he left for four or five games or whatever and then come back and then not have a consistency uh, in his coaching because then we'll never know if he's the coach or not. We're still not sure, but that would certainly put a big question mark on it. It's a good thing that Cable's not going and Barney Fife did his best and there you go and here we are back where we came from. That doesn't mean that he's not going to be civilly sued by Hansen, which he probably is already in the getting the paperwork that is delivered at his house, for crying out loud. Hansen's probably going to sue him for something, and then he's going to have to deal with that situation. But the Raiders are not going to have to deal with that situation. Uh, we'll have to see if Hansen files those papers. I probably think he already has, but I don't know for sure. But we're out of that particular drama and trauma, so we all can move on, thank goodness, and don't have to listen to that crap in the mainstream media anymore. Richard Seymour. I paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence but committed no crime. And bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my shells and kicked in my face But I can't prove to go on, 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 on We are the champions, my friends And we'll keep on fighting 
Richard Seymour came out of nowhere with a smack attack of his own. That's right. Back to smacking on the Giants, Antonio Pierce. I love it. He said Pierce should mind his own business after they got pummeled 48 to 20, whatever, 24, whatever the score was from the New Orleans Saints. That's right. Seymour had some choice words for Antonio Pierce. In other words, take care of your own business, Patna. Seems like you got some issues after that game, and that was a good thing. The only better thing that would be is if we put that hurt on the Giants, and I can't wait till we can. I will never forget that game, and I hope this team never does either. But it was a cool thing to see Seymour go out big, man. He's talking. Seymour's talking. He's talking big. He's talking with the P word. That's right. He's using the capital P, and I mean playoffs. He said you could write it down, and he said the Oakland Raiders will be in the playoffs. It's going to be a tough road, but, man, I'm pumped that he said it. It makes me feel good as a fan that he could say something like that because of all the people on the team, this man of integrity means what he says and says what he means, and those are great things to have on your side, and they're on our side, Raider Nation. That is a great perspective from a great player. You know what? I wouldn't put a lot of water into anybody else's bucket but this guy's bucket's pretty solid, man. I'd throw some water in that one because i tell you what. He sees something from the inside that we can't see from the outside. So hopefully we can motivate this team, man. I said we could beat them Eagles last week. You know I did. If they came and played as a team, all the Raider fans really want is effort. That's what we really got in this game. And I think that Seymour is a huge, and I mean an unbelievably freaking huge benefit to this organization and this team, just his attitude, just who he is, man. I hope we keep this guy. He says he wants to play for us. He says he wants to stay for us. Pay the man, Al. Just pay the man. And that is that. J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. That's what I have to say. This is the pregame for the Oakland Raiders versus the New York Jets. The Jets came out this season and looked like a promising AFC leader early with a 3 and 0 start. Sanchez looked like he was on his way to his first Hall of Fame. But not so fast, young man. (laughs) This week, you're not going to Ohio or Tampa Bay. Gang Green has to fly 2,900 miles across the country to visit the Oakland Raiders. The team with a possibility. This is the thing that's changed since last week. The possibility that the Oakland Raiders can come out with their defense. The possibility that the offense could kick it up another notch. This is what the Jets are very concerned about because they are on a three-game losing streak, folks. That's right. Last game against the Bills, Sanchez threw five picks. Five. Count them. Nothing like that's happened to Jamarcus, so we should be happy that that hasn't happened to us. 
The last time that we played them at home was in 2008, and that's when Cable got his first win on a Janikowski field goal in the last quarter. 57 yards, of course, sent an NFL record back to 1944. And, you know, you got to know that the Jets are afraid to play the Raiders right now because we are showing signs of life, especially at home, especially traveling that far. It's a big deal for them to come this way. Now, against the Bills, they made 318 yards and lost. 210 of it was by their running back which is pretty doggone good. Thomas Jones is the real deal as far as running books. Leon Washington's no slouch. Those two guys alone made the most yardage in a loss in a long time for the Jets, that's for sure. Now, the Raiders have, of course, the lead in this historical matchup. And years past, the Jets were a hated rival because we'd always see them in the playoffs. Big Time, big time. Rex Ryan is not happy with coming to Oakland, but his brother will fill him in on Al's defense. I hope that's his downfall. The Oakland Raiders need to come in this game like they did last game, with attitude. We need to come in big time with defense and put serious pressure on this young man and do not let them run the ball. We can do it. We can do it if Marshall's able to play the defense he wants. Let's just hope that that happens. Now, of course, Zach Miller's the man, but Chaz Schillens is coming back. Our number one wide receiver, I don't know if he'll play. That's what that Cable's saying, but I think he's got to play. He's got to play. Lewis Murphy's got to play. DHB does not have to play because he can't play, at least yet. So I think that our wide receivers could make make a big switch up here, and who knows who we might see. We might see Javon Walker. He might play his best game. The Raiders just have to play as a team. They have to play like they played last week. To the 50,000 fans that were there, they have to put their heart and soul into this game because this is what we need. We need some kind of momentum going into this part of the season. We have a bye coming up. And then we have a long list of tough teams to come across. Raiders need to win this game big time. They beat the Jets and they beat the Eagles. They're going to start to make a mark in this league, and that's what we need. We need some respect. The team needs respect. Crying out loud, the fans need some duckout respect as well. It's going to be great to see this game. I won't be there, unfortunately. First game I've missed in a very long time. Uh, but Randy will be there. You you guys know that it's going to kill me not to be at this game. But that's the way it is sometimes. I think the Raiders can pull off a victory at home against the Jets if they come and they play with the tenacity and the team attitude. I mean, this whole team last game was just magic. This is a problem we've seen in the last six years. As an organization, as a team, we could win a game and then lose three more and then win another game. That's some bullshit. We don't need that. We need to win two games in a row, three games in a row. This would lead to confidence, and this would lead to consistent play and effort out of our team. These guys need to see that they can win. These guys need to win so they can win more. 
You guys know that just as well as I do, and this is something I cannot stress enough. Victories in a row. We've had enough losses in a row. Victories in a row will improve our team like nothing else. Winning is a cure for everything. We all know that. We all say it, and we all believe it. The Raiders can win this game if they play with the tenacity and spirit they played last week. That we will see, my friends, in the very first quarter. You will know who shows up for Oakland. And I know the Jets are hoping that we slide backwards. They're going to try to make a victory out of this. They see us. They see us. They see that they can beat us. They need a win just as bad as we need a win. Don't think they're not going to come out here and try to work us because they're going to play hard to beat us. They're going to pass on us. They're going to do things that they don't normally do to other teams because we're the Raiders. This is a humongous game. More so just for us because the Jets have to win. They have to win to get back into a groove. They have to win. They know they can win. They're going to push to win, and they think they can beat the Raiders at home. This is a time that we got to stand up and kick somebody's face in, and that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation. My favorite part, it might not be yours, <laughs> but it's the bone line. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. That's right. Not the suicide hotline. Not the group therapy line. This is the bone lines. You can throw some positive bones for a change. I said, damn, it's about goddamn time. Okay, let's look at the list and check it twice. A familiar radar here at the Raider Nation Podcast. Of course, we have the Double X Radar. Hey, what's going on, Raider Greg? Raider Randy, the Raider Nation. It's the Double X Raider calling for the 912. I'd like to say, first of all, man, we got to keep the faith. <laughs> but uh, I really don't think anyone was surprised by the outcome of the uh, Giants game. I feel kind of like a fool, though, because even though we were getting blown out, in the back of my mind, it actually came across as, you know what, this would be really a good comeback because the Raiders never let get beat down like this and just and just take it. You know, I, I, and then I thought about it, and I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, it must have been the alcohol talking, brother, because I tell you, I, I actually had that thought for a minute. I said, this, this could be a great comeback and turn this season around. You know, and then I, and then I, then I wised the fuck up and and, and realized, uh, you know, that shit wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> but I'm hanging in there, man, because I think there's gonna, there's gotta be some better times in some future, you know. But uh, it just made me think back to the days, man, when the Raiders played, and and you know, you never beat the Raiders twice. You know, we played San Diego. You might have got us once, but the next time we played you, we broke your fucking ass. Keep the peace and uh, hang in there, Raider Nation. Raider Greg and Randy, I'm out. Later. I think the whole Raider Nation was feeling the same feeling you had, brother. Same exact feeling. Because I know I did. I kept looking for some positive, positive, positive till it was absolute blowout. And I still kept looking for some life out of this team. <laughs> but I like your attitude, man. That is the way to be, man. Laugh. Enjoy it. It's football. And we will get better. And that's the truth.
Thanks for the call, man. All right. Next guy will be Aztec Radar. Hey, Raider Greg. This is uh, Aztec Raider calling from uh, Santa Rosa, California again. Hey, man, this is more of a personal message for you. It's something that you might be interested in putting on your show. There is an interview by Jared Cooper. The guy flames Al Davis. He, he flames Jamarcus Russell. He, he flames Javon Walker. The guy lays it all out, man. You, you should really listen to that interview. I mean, it's really interesting shit. And I guarantee you the nation would really appreciate listening to that. It's a really good interview. It's really interesting to listen to and, 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 and listen to a player who's been there and actually knows what, you know, what went on behind the scenes. And, and I bet you you would really get some, some really good information out of it. And I bet you the nation would love to have that kind of information. I'm pretty sure most people don't know the kind of shit that actually goes down. Just listening to the interview, Raider Gag, is just, it's fucking baffling, man. You, sh- you should really look for that interview and, and maybe play pieces on your show for, for, the, for the fans because, I mean, this is some really crazy shit going on in, in Alameda, and it's just people just need to know about it, Raider Gag. All right. See you later. Bye. Well, that's right, man. Jared Cooper came out big, and I didn't do a story on it because I didn't need to say anything about it. I mean, you guys have listened to it. If you haven't listened to it, you should definitely find it and listen to it because it gives you an insight to what's happening. Now, I don't know how 100% everything is on that interview, but I can believe like 99% of it. Still, you know, the team did improve. We do have some improvement. There is some change. Maybe the old man's trying to get the, getting the message. Maybe this is just one message of many messages that they're trying that they're finally getting up in the office. Let's just hope that. We can only hope that, man. We sure did play better this week. And we need to play better this week. Thanks for the call, brother. And that was a good pickup because that was a great it was a great interview. You guys gotta listen to that. We have a new caller, Rada Mo from NYC, baby. That's a big New York City to everybody else. What do you got to say, my brother? Hey, hello there, Raider Nation, uh, Raider fans. This is Raider Mo uh, from New York City. And uh, just going to give my uh, take and review. Um, I'm hearing rumors, I don't know how it's true, that uh, the Raiders uh, might be in the front runner for the uh, teams moving to Los Angeles. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not, because it was rumor. But I just want to give a take uh, where I believe this possibly might happen. Um, I really uh, believe that uh, if the Raiders get that... Uh, move to Los Angeles, go back to Los Angeles. I really think uh, Al Davis will possibly turn over the team uh, to new ownership, uh, just uh, resign, resign or just give it over to new ownership, let new ownership uh, just rebuild the uh, Raiders to uh, what they uh, used to be, to the glory days. Uh, again, this is all if, just a if possibility. It could be rumors. I don't know if it's true or not. But uh, I'm just giving my take of what I possibly see what uh, could, could possibly happen. And... Um, Hopefully it does, and uh, the Raiders can get back to the glory days, uh, to what they used to be, and uh, to be uh, the team that uh, we want them to be, that they should be. So uh, once again, this is Raider Mo from New York City, uh, giving my take. Um, I don't know how it, how you view it, but um, hopefully uh, the Raiders will get a little better this uh, rest of the year. Go Raiders! Well, you're absolutely right. The governor of the state has approved a new coliseum or a stadium in Southern California in the city of industry. Everything is rolling. The money's already there. So they started construction yesterday. 
and they need a team. They either need an expansion team, which probably will not happen in this market, or they need to pull either the 49ers or the Raiders or another team from somewhere else, which is very likely as well. I hate to hear it. Just because we moved once, it's like we're going to move every year. But the possibility is there. We all know it is. And I'll tell you this. It'll save me about 1800 bucks a year just in tickets. Uh, but it's going to cost me more because I'm going to be flying down there to see games. But at least it's not out of the state, which is uh, <laughs> tough for those Ram fans when they move from L.A. to St. Louis. <laughs> that was tough to be a Ram fan. Anyways, thanks for the call. I don't think so, but you just never know, man. It could happen. Stranger things have. We have the Raider Ho. Raider Ho from the Coachella. What you got to say, man? Yo, what's up, guys? This is Raider Ho from the Coachella Valley. Hey, I'm just, uh, unfortunately, the game is not on TV. Uh, I would have sat down and watched it, but I've got it on the radio. Sounds like we're blitzing a lot, doing great on defense. Uh, Jamarcus had one pick, but uh, I think he's, what, 9 for 13? Good job. Keep it up. Um, You know, I've been thinking about it, and uh, I'm going to put my... Raider decal back on my window. I was driving to work the other day. Looked right in front of me. Bam, there's a Raider fan in front of me. I looked to the left of me. Bam, there's a Raider fan to the left of me. Looked to the right. Bam, there's a Raider fan to the right of me. So those guys have got the pride. I've got the pride back. I was about ready to jump off the ledge. Let's be fans. Let's root on the Raider Nation and go silver and black. Let's go, guys. Let's do it. Stay in there. Hang in there. You know, if they they can't win a game, I'm still a fan. I'm going to root, root, root for the home team. Let's go, Raider Nation. Peace out. Oh, no, no, no. Put those fucking stickers back on, my brother. Come on now. Everybody that was on this phone, bone line, I'll tell you right now, we'll tell you the same thing. Wear your shit, put your stuff on, and get on it. Because we got to represent. We've been doing it so far, man. Don't stop now. You're, you don't know what's going to turn around. You've been doing it this whole time. Fuck it. Keep it going. Get a bigger sticker. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Johnny Rada from Idaho, man. It's getting cold there, I know. What you got to say, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Andy. This is Johnny Raider from Called Hell, Idaho. Calling in to congratulate the rest of the nation. This is a great win for all of us. Let's all celebrate together. Defense came out and played great, stepped it up, held the Eagles and Donovan McNabb to hardly shit, kept those guys down, kept us in the game. Gary Russell, man, what a fullback. That guy just came and stepped up on offense, had some great blocks, had some great catches, guy could run. It's a great offensive asset. Jamarcus Russell had a good improvement. I wouldn't say great, but showed some good improvement. He's actually showing pocket presence as compared to last week. Man, that guy did not know where the hell he was at last week who he was around, getting sacked left and right, comes back this week, steps it up. He's moving around in the pocket, avoiding sacks. Offensive line peak played great. Nice to finally see him kind of stepping through a little bit. Like I said, it's a good improvement, not a great one, but it's nice to see him moving in the right direction. Um, Matt, welcome back, Fargus. I got around like an animal, stepped up and played, came back, showed us what the, you know how he ended off last year. Damn good running back to have. Nation, let's just celebrate. This is a damn good win. Feels good to finally have that victory again. 
another W on the mark. So, Raider Nation, this is Johnny Raider. I'm out. That's right. Held the most dominating offense in the NFC to three field goals. That's our defense. And Jamarcus, he had some heart, man. He put some plays together. He ran them for a first down. First and 10 Raiders on their 35 playing with a 7-3 to lead. Play action to Fargus. Russell back. Time. Now going to run out left. He has room to go. 40. Tries to put a move. A 360 spin. He runs for a first down. He did Chris Gokong. Come on, man. Got to give the guy props because he played like he can play. And that's the truth. And that is cool. It was a great victory. And I'm glad to hear it. The fans need it. You're goddamn right. All righty. Who's next? My good friend, Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. What you got to say, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. I'm just calling in to say uh, congratulations to all the Raider Nation. Uh, we played a good opponent today. And no matter what the outcome, 13 to 9 or whatever it was, you know what? It just shows that, you know, when Raider Nation digs in really deep, they can muster up enough energy out there for for the team to want to play hard on Sunday. And it's a testimony to how strong the Raider Nation is. And I just want to say, you know, thank you, everybody, for especially all you, all you ticket holders. I would be a ticket holder, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, I lost my job after 10 years, so... You know, we're going to try to make it a Cincinnati game, but um, I just want to say thank you to everybody because this game means a lot to me and everybody else. You too, Raider Greg. I know <laughs> I know that it's scratched that itch. And Randy, you too. I know you guys are feeling great. I know it's a short victory. And um, it's just, you know, move on from here and see what we're able to take out of this game and take it on to the next one. So one more time, Congratulations, everybody. I'm out. Yeah, man. I got to tell you, man, it's exactly right. The people who were who had their ass in a the seat there were screaming their ass off all game. It never stopped. I mean, the Raider Nation did come in big. The, the Raiders played, though. I mean, that, that's what they get when they give. You got to give to get. That's how it works. And they were given 100%. We saw it. We said it. And it, it came out. And uh, thanks for recognizing that, too, man. Don't be, you know what, man? Not everybody can afford tickets. Shit, I couldn't afford tickets either. Um, so, you know. Don't worry about that stuff, man. You are so Raider Nation. If you could, I know you'd be in the seats, man. We all do. So, uh, hey, man, just the fact that you're hanging the rest with the rest of us is all good, man. Thanks for the call, brother. All right. We have Raider Chris from Scranton, Pennsylvania. You sound awful happy, partner. Awful happy. What's up, Raider Nation? It's Raider Chris from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Just sitting here watching ESPN, showing the Raiders the love after all the diss 
and all the trash talking they were giving the Raiders. After we beat the Dog Killers 13 to 9, just got home from the bar watching the game. And I tell you, Jamarcus Russell still doesn't impress me. He threw to Zach Miller that was open, and he did what he had to do as a quarterback, which was complete a pass. Uh, give much respects out to Fargus, because Fargus stepped up in this game, ran, muscled, punked out that fucking defense of the Eagles. But much love to the Raiders. We beat the Dog Killers. I'm happy. I'm smiling. Pennsylvania Raiders, shout out to you, boy. I holla. Hey, next week we got the Jets. We can do the same thing to overrated Sanchez. Let's do our thing. Defense stepped up today. Great job to that D. Seymour, Morrison, Tommy Kelly. We did our thing. Raider Nation, one love. We played the dog killers. That's a killer in itself, man. That's right, man. Fargus was the beast. He sliced and diced and, you know, crash dummied his way to 87 yards, brother. That was a necessary component to this offense. And I got to tell you, Jamarcus Russell looked like a quarterback for the first time since last year. Let's hope he keeps his Karma Sutra going down. And we can get things working for the Jets. I know we can beat the Jets. I know we can give Sanchez a dirty Sanchez. Ah! I love it. <laughs> Thanks for the call, brother. We have Virginia Raider. My good brother, what you got to say, man? What's up, Raider Nation? Man, it feels good to get a W, doesn't it? Especially of a team like Philly. But we still got a lot to work on. <laughs> Jamarcus still threw two ends today. Um, I know one wasn't his fault. I know Murphy tipped that one ball up in the air, and uh, Samuel made a play on it. But still, any interception is inexcusable to me. We still got stuff to work on. Uh, we don't need to become complacent with winning the game every three tries. Um, we do that, we'll have another four and five win season. I don't want to see us only win four or five games because I know we're a better team than that. But I'm still happy we got this W. I want to, like all of us, I want us to be consistent because I want to be be able to tune in to ESPN and the other uh, media outlets, Sirius and FL Radio and whatnot, and uh, not have to hear why did the Eagles lose, but good job, Oakland. Why did Oakland win? And it's all negative. How the hell can you lose to Oakland is what everybody's saying. So I'm sick and tired of hearing that. But with time, I know we'll get better, and uh, I think we are better, but we just got to start being consistent. I don't think Jamarcus has been all-pro quarterback by any means if our defense can play like that every Sunday. He does need to step it up. He does need to play better. He's still on my most wanted list. He's He still pisses me off, but if we're winning... I can uh, I can stand them. So, good win this week. I'm going to go watch this Dodgers game, baby. That's all I got this week. Peace. Yeah, well, we're all used to that. And I don't want to be used to the win one game, lose two games, three games, win one game program. That That's not how it goes. we got to start putting some twos and three wins together in a row so we can get some rhythm and something going on here. And Jamarcus, yeah, he did throw two picks. One was definitely not his. So I say he threw one pick. That's pretty damn good. And so way better than he did before. He ran for a first down. He was all over the place. That is what we need to see from that guy. 
I will take that and 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 build on that if we can, because we're going to see him the rest of the year, maybe even next year. So we got to be happy about any progress there. But we do have to be more consistent with what we got going on. Thank you for the call, my brother. We have Raider Boy from Texas. Yeah, this is Raider Boy from Texas. Just calling in. Uh, watch the game. Shocked. I uh, didn't think that was my football team out there. Kind of what everybody's saying on the uh, forum there. A little bit irritated, the fact that uh, you got to have somebody else call you out in the national media. I don't know what the deal was. Um, but uh, I was telling somebody while I was talking to him on, on the phone while I was watching the game, this is what they do, though. They get you so pissed off, and then they give you a little bit of glimpse, a little bit of glimpse of uh, of a hope for the next couple weeks. Hopefully the next game we don't come out flat, but, um, you know, this kind of effort is what should be happening every year. And uh, what bothers me is that they'll go back into this lackadaisical phase where they don't care. And... Uh, Obviously, if they're willing to play like this, we could play with a lot of people. But you know, I'm—I'm—they're not going to fool me yet. Uh, I still, like I said, I still really hope they win. Hope for the best, expect the worst, and I did. I expect the worst. I think I posted on they were going to get shellacked, and they didn't. So we'll see. I mean, this is definitely a game. I'd rather have them do this and lose. But uh, you know, I still stand behind the fact they're not getting any more of my merchandise or sales on merchandise, I guess, for me. But uh, I'm pleased, but skeptical, as I think most people are but with good reason. So I guess the more wins we add, the less of a draft pick we're going to get, although I still think we'll take some crappy player. But uh, at the start, we'll see. But I'm skeptical, so go Raiders. And don't don't be too skeptical. I understand exactly what you're saying. This is the same thing they've done. They suck us back in. We've all said the same thing. And the other thing we did say all, we looked at each other at the beginning of the game. Who is this team? That was a common thread in the 50,000 voices heard at the Coliseum that day. Who is this team? Nobody knew. And here they come. And let's hope they show up for the rest of the season because that would be something to build on. That would be progress. That would be we're just around the corner, Tom Cable. That's what we need to see. I totally understand it. But, man, be a little more positive. You got to be positive. So you don't have to buy any of their stuff. Just know that there's always, especially this game, we got a chance to win. I knew we had a chance to win last game. Who shows up Sunday morning in the silver and black will dictate the winner. I guarantee it. doesn't matter what the other team does. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Las Vegas Radar. Hey, man, what's wrong with your voice? You sound a little hoarse. <laughs> I feel you. What's up, Raider Greg, Randy? This is Las Vegas Raider. Just got home from the game. It was unbelievable, man. Blitzing from everywhere. Morrison, Howard, those guys were freaking off the chain. It's a great game plan. The defense was freaking relentless. Just unbelievable. My throat is killing me, man. I was yelling so freaking loud. It's crazy. We tried to find you guys out in the parking lot for the tailgate, but, uh, of course, I'm uh, directionally challenged and couldn't find you. But uh, me and my son, we had a great time. Unbelievable. they got to keep up this blitzing scheme they've got going. Hopefully, Al Davis won't pull the plug on it. But the Jets are coming in. Sanchez is looking like a rookie. 
Got to travel from the East Coast after that beating they took. So hopefully we can do it again, baby. All right, man. I'll talk to you next week. I'm out. Well, you're not the only one directionally challenged. Trust me. But it was a great game. Great game to bring your son to. I wish he would have hooked up with you too, man. But you can't beat one of those games, man. You can't beat them. As you can tell by this man's voice, that's what happens when the nation's in the house and the team comes to play. That's all we ask, man. Great to hear from you, man. I'm glad your son saw that game. Great game to see. A defensive victory is unbelievable. You got to love it. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Rada Mingo from P-Town. What you got to say, man? You sound like you're a little bit parched and you need some Kool-Aid. Yo, Raider Greg. This is Mingo, the P-Town Raider. Hey, man. We just won a game against the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's don't drink the Kool-Aid. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. You know, we've got probably the most dysfunctional fucking team I've ever seen in NFL history right now. Okay? We've got a few guys on the team that can play some ball, but Jamarshmello needs to go home with basic cable. You know, Lewis Murphy, man, Lewis Murphy's stepping up. You know, that running down the field to help Zach Miller on the tight end, Ooh, man, come on. Where's DHB? You know, you haven't seen him anywhere. The kid's a failure. Right? Jesus, man. Somebody needs to help out the front office and draft in or just get rid of the goddamn guys. You know, Al Davis needs to do something different. You know, he, he used to be the man. Now he's just the old fucking man. Alright? Don't drink the Kool-Aid, fella. You know, we need to, we still need a lot of help. And like I said, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. So keep your heads up, fellas. Hopefully the Raider Nation will turn it around. Uh, Raider Nation's always there. Hopefully the Raiders organization will turn it around. So uh, keep your heads up. Raiders for life. Out. You mean you're not drinking the Kool-Aid? Come on, man. Drink some Kool-Aid. That's what they keep telling me to. I ain't buying it. And I feel the same way, man. But I got to revel in the wind. You got to love the wind. You got to live in the wind. You can't. These are the times that I don't think about that crap. These are the times I don't think about John Herrera and Mike Taylor and Al Davis and all the cronyism and all that other crap that runs into this team and cable and all the issues. I don't even think about it because we had a victory because our team played well. Whatever it took, they played well. And at that point, all that front office horse crap, it goes out the window. Now, of course, on all the Raiders uh, media that they, they put out themselves, they were, you know, yeah, we've turned the corner, Jamarcus has made it, blah, 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 blah. They're pumping out the Kool-Aid. But, you know, we're not buying it. The Raider Nation's not foolish. We look we look at the victory, but, you know, you got to revel in it, you got to live in it, and you got to love it because it's not going to last very long. Rarely has been lately, so you live it and love every one of them. No matter what our season's like, man, there's nothing like a victory at home. I don't give a shit if we're going to the Super Bowl or we're not, Uh, because I've been here for both. A victory at home is the freaking bomb, and you got to love it. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Rada Jake in Iowa. Hey, man, what you got to say, man? I know you got some good things. (laughs) 
Raider Nation, what's going on, guys? This is Raider Jake out in Iowa, and I tell you, our hope is restored. We beat them little birds and sent them back to Philly, their tails between their little punk. <laughs> I tell you what, guys, they earned that victory. This is the same team I saw Monday night against the Chargers. They fought hard. They didn't quit. And I tell you, Seymour, whew, he was on fire. Now, my boy Jamarcus, he looked better. Yeah, I'll give him that, but I'm still not on the bandwagon yet. Still got some work to do. Still did throw a couple of picks. This is definitely a step in the right direction. Hopefully, we can continue it next week against the Jets. If anybody saw that game, Mark Sanchez did terrible. He had five picks, so he's coming in all bummed out and probably going to be cocky and trying to prove himself against our boy Nandi here, who's a... Probably going to take a few to the house on him, I would guess. He's due. So it was just an awesome game. It was really, really, really awesome because everybody was saying we were going to lose. But we came out and we beat them down. So hopefully we can carry that over next week. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, thanks, boys. Keep it going. This is Raider Dick out in Iowa. I'm out. I think here you echo the entire, you know, mental state of the, the majority of the Raider Nation when you say, you know, we, we just need to be positive about the next game. Uh, this game was definitely unforeseen, unforeseen victory. Uh, there was always a possibility, but they came to play, and they need to come to play next week. We need some consistency. Uh, but it was, it's, it was a good victory. It was great to see. And I loved seeing the green birds in the parking lot running for the nest. I love it. We have Rada Ed. From Indio, my old stomping grounds, man. I used to work down there on the ambulance. It's a great time. What you got to say, my brother? Raider Greg. This is Raider Greg from Indio, California. Well, couldn't find you before the game. We did try looking for you. The bottom line was six motherfucking sacks. Baby, that game was beautiful. I know that we're not going to need any therapy after this week. The Jets are coming in next week, and we're going to give Mark Sanchez a rude awakening. Our defense is going to step up, kick his ass, baby. I wish I could be back next week, but, you know, it costs a pretty penny to be flying back and forth from the Coachella Valley. We had a great time. We had a lot of people came down for the first time, took them to Rick's, Got a picture with Ted Hendricks, got his autograph. It was all good. So Raider Nation, I'm not going to say we're back, but we in it. So hopefully I'll see all you guys down in San Diego, November 1st. We'll be down there tearing some ass up there too. Have a good day, Raider Nation, and thanks a lot, Raider Greg. Adios. Well, that is truly a bummer that we didn't get to hook up with you guys. I mean, I, I know we worked that, that night, so we couldn't go to Ricky's and I tried to get you the directions. But, hey, man, all I got to say is you were there for victory. And you know what that's like because flying to the Coachella Valley or the other way does cost a lot of money. About the same as it costs to go from here to Orlando, Florida. I'm not kidding you. It's very expensive. So... Uh, the Raider Nation, man, we all appreciate it. Just like Raider Jaime was saying, man, we got to get our ass in the seat and cheer our motherfucking team on. Look at Raider Ed brought these people from Indio. I bet you rallied, got them all together, 
came to a game, and I bet you the next time you make the call, they'll be like, well, hell yeah. Because you know what? I know you had fun, and I know you had a great time, because there's nothing like being in Oakland at a home game. You know, brother. Or maybe we'll see you in San Diego. Who knows? Thanks for the call, man. We have the Uptown Raider. Good to see you at the game, brother. What you got to say? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Uptown Raider. It was nice meeting you, uh, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. It was nice talking to y'all. Damn. No one's seen that coming, I bet. Shit, you know, it's that Zach Miller uh, touchdown was fucking awesome. He jumped in the black hole. He he almost fell and broke his neck, though. But uh, one thing I want to say is the radio stations, all they're playing right now is a Zach Miller touchdown. Then I think that's complete bullshit and hypocrisy because they never do anything when the Raiders are losing. All you hear is about the Niners and Giants and bullshit like that. But uh, I think they need to uh, go one way. Either uh, air the Raiders or don't air the Raiders because that's just bullshit. Anyway, uh, it was a good win. Uh, Offense still, you know, they ain't picking up. Defense was rock solid. Uh, We just need to uh, keep blitzing and stuff. And from what I understand is Tom Cable, uh, I guess he came up with his own game plan. And uh, Al Davis looked a little pissed off because I watched the game, the replay, and Al Davis wasn't looking <laughs> too happy because I guess whatever he's trying to do isn't working, and whatever Tom Cable and uh, defensive coordinator, uh, I think his name is John Marshall, uh, what they did completely shut down Philly. Nine points, the second most scoring NFL team was only held to nine points thanks to the scheme of the defensive coordinator and Tom Cable, I guess, urging Al Davis to change. But like I said, <laughs> whenever they showed Al Davis on TV, he didn't look too happy. Well, anyway, uh, like I, I told you, uh, Raider Greg, I appreciate you doing the show. I look forward to uh, calling in and listening every week, and I really appreciate what you and uh, Randy are doing. So uh, thank you very much. Well, you know, the media around here are very fickle. And uh, they jumped on the Zach Miller thing because it was a fantastic play. First and 10, Raiders on the 14-yard line. They fake the stretch to Fargus. Russell back, throws middle, caught. Zach Miller, first down, 35. Gets by a man, 40. Midfield, gets a block from Murphy down the sideline, 30. 25, 20, cuts inside, 10, a block. He's going all the way in the end zone for a touchdown. An incredible catch and run there by Zach Miller. He dives into the block hole after an 86-yard catch and run. It was a play you couldn't ignore, and I'm glad they were forced to show it because if it wasn't the best play of the day, then they wouldn't be able to, they wouldn't have to show it. But see, they're forced to do those things because it was good. And I don't mind it when the Raiders get on the news and it's real and it's good because that together means real good. And I love that. So you got to love that as well. And uh, that never bothers me, man. Bring it on. It's the negative shit that's lying and horseshit, bullshit like that that flips me out and everybody else in the world for sure. And thanks for the props, man. Randy and I, we, we live for them because uh, 
It's a lot of time here. I'm not singing the blues, but it takes a lot to put one of these things on, man. Just listen to what Randy does. It's crazy. It's crazy time. But uh, thanks for the props. We need them, and we'll take them. We have a blast from Mexico City. Check it out. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Carl Gonzalez, a.k.a. Senor Raider, calling from Mexico City. You know, what a Sunday a difference it makes. Man, these guys are going. Barrett Robbins, they are bipolar. One Sunday they show up, the other Sunday they don't. I hope they are consistent for next Sunday with the Jets coming to town. And uh, I think they blitz uh, this new kid. There. He's, a, he's a good one, uh, Mark Sanchez. And, uh, you know, what a difference, you know, a different uh, defensive scheme makes. Uh, uh, now this is what Al Davis, I think he wants. is pressure football, not percentage football. That's the way he's been quoted. So I think... That's the, the the path Marshall and, and Cable should go. I don't know if Cable, you know, it's uh, if it was on his own, if he convinced Al Davis or, or not, uh, or maybe he just went rogue and said, "What the heck? I'm going to jail. I might as well go out, you know, punching someone." So I'm glad uh, they they actually, you know, showed up. And um, I don't know if it was Antonio Pierce calling them out the other day, but uh, well, uh, by the way, message to Antonio Pierce: How was that scrimmage against the Saints? Hey, buddy. <laughs> so um, keep the talk going and uh, show up on Sunday. And uh, Raider Nation, it, it is so good to have this one. Bye-bye. Always good to hear from the international Raider Nation. And uh, you got great takes, brother. I'll tell you that first of all. And, uh, yeah, I wonder what kind of turmoil is going to go down, what went down in the coach's room uh, whether Al Davis was actually personally in there or he called him into this his office. But uh, whatever happened last week, they better just stay the course uh, because I don't want to see that same old bullshit uh, from the first part of the season other than the San Diego game because that <laughs> that has got to be the way we play football, and that's what I think too. My brother, thank you for the call, man. Uh, we, well, like I say, we appreciate our international brothers. And next, the incomparable, the unforgettable, <laughs> the dominant Crusader Raider. Another part of the international Raider nation, man. This is the baddest shit there is, man. It is the shit. The Raider nation. I got to go off here. You guys from Europe and South America and all over, I swear, man, this is so fucking cool. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. But what you got to say, man, I love you, brother. You know I do. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, Crusader Raider, calling you from London. Uh, guys, happy days for you guys in Oakland. You've you've put up with so much recently with the performances and everything else, and to actually see a defensive performance and to see a win is absolutely fantastic. I'm really pleased for all you guys. Having travelled to New York last week and then uh, got home in the uh, middle of last week after seeing them uh, at the Giants, where there was no hope. I could never have seen the game against Philadelphia turning out as it did, uh, having watched the guys in, in uh, New York. 
York. But I'm just so pleased for, for the whole nation that uh, you guys there have got to see a win. And hopefully I might get to see one in one of my two games when I'm there in uh, uh, November for the games against the Chiefs and the Bengals. Uh, just a couple of quick things. I uh, look forward to seeing any podcast members from the European side of the world when the Buccaneers and the Patriots do battle this Sunday in Wembley. Big seller again. Lots of uh, Raider fans going to be there. The Crusader Raider will be there in his full glory, giving out plenty of Raider Nation podcast cards, uh, ken, uh, pens and uh, photographs, etc. So we can try and get as many members of uh, the European Raider Nation on board on, on this uh, podcast and the forum and everything else. Uh, congratulations to, to Big Dave on another victory this week in the uh, Fantasy Football League. And it's good to see the representation doing well uh, from this side of the pond uh, in this year's Fantasy Football competition. One final last plug. Um, it's going to be, as I say, the, we, we arrive into Oakland on the 11th of November and we've got the Blintnikoff Crabtree that Friday night. Uh, be good to see uh, as many people as possible again supporting that very, very important cause uh, in support of the Blintnikoff Foundation supporting uh, Fred and Angela at that event. Can't wait to see you guys in November. Once again, so pleased for you all. Hope you had a great time. I know you would have done at the Coliseum. A win's a win. Speak soon. This is Keith Smith, Crusader Raider, and I'm out. Now, Tell me, man, is this Raider Nation, these guys travel every year, and they travel for more than one game. Look, they're going to Bengals, Giants, and Kansas City Chiefs game. Three games from London. Check that out. Let me say that. They will be representing big time at the Pats-Bucks game at Wembley Stadium, where I guess they got 100,000 or whatever, 110,000, and they pack it. Sold out. In minutes, crazy fans, all fans, Eagles fans, Giants fans, San Diego, anything, Buccaneers, they have everybody's fans that go there because they're all football fans. It's a great event for those guys, and I imagine it's a hell of a party. So, shit, I wish I was there for that one too, my friend, because that is freaking awesome. And the fact you're coming in November 11th, that is killer. We can't wait to see you. Uh, it's always too long, man, and you know that. And as far as Big Dave and the fantasy football, that's some bullshit. I'm getting my ass kicked in that thing. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. Thanks for the call, my friend. Can't wait to see you guys. So be safe. Travel well. And we have, from the UK, the Surface Radar. Now, I gotta go on another rant because, you know, check this out. This is the nation speaking up, you know, being loud and proud and uh, calling it like we see it from all over the globe. It is just freaking incredible. What do you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Randy, it's the Surface Raider. Uh, I tell you what, it's Monday and the sun has been shining on my world today. Uh, yesterday, I thought the Raiders were fucking brilliant in lots of respects. Uh, I thought our defense was fucking awesome. And guess what? Blitzing works. Right? We've all been saying it. We've been shouting for it. Finally, they go with the blitz. And we tied lots of them. It's great. Blitzing fucking works. The offense. Zach Miller was a god. And Lewis Murphy, we must have got our wide receiver picks the wrong way around in this year's draft. Because Murphy is he's really producing. Yeah, they're putting the kid out there and it's happening for him. And Fargus as well, way to go. You know, Fucking good running. Um, elephants in the room. There are there are two big things. We both know what they are. Um, for me, 
uh, Coach Cable's play calling, that, that red zone end round, and what the fuck was that about? That the only way that is going to work is if the Eagles defence coordinator calls a play where all 11 Eagles run out of the back of the end zone immediately, and then that play is going to work. Any other time, is it the, they figure the only way that Hayward Bay is going to be able to get a hold of the ball is if they physically hand it to him? Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. And what is Javon Walker doing to earn his considerable fucking paycheck? Because there's nothing happening there either. And we need receivers with hands. Where is he? What, what's going on? Second one. Jamarcus Russell still fucking sucks. That first period, he hit a rhythm. First 10 throws, he should have gone 10 of 10. But then what happened? He just pancaked out the game. And for what reason? What changed? He just became crap again. Um, that fourth down throw behind Lewis Murphy was unbelievable. For once, the cable guy steps up and he fools the Eagles. The play's the right play. The game's on the line. There are tens of thousands of Raiders fans holding their breath. And that 260-pound Tinkerbell minces out of the fucking pocket and misses a wide open receiver with nothing between him and the end zone but grass in a game where we need the points. As long as he stays under centre, we have a good chance of beating anyone who can score less than nine. Until then, actually, 51 guys are going to leave their fucking body parts on the field trying to win, and one of them is going to piss it away. And it's going to carry on like that until something happens that's different. And last week's comment was dead right. You know, you think about Dan Pastorini on his crutches, watching a proper fucking quarterback win the Super Bowl, and you think, it's an idea, isn't it? I know where that's going. Anyway... Those two things apart, I had a fucking great time. For once, for once, it wasn't just good to be a Raider fan. It was fucking great to be a Raider fan. And it's so good to stuff it back to the Eagles with their practice game. Um, now, looking forward to next Monday. Can't wait. Bring on the Jets. Fucking surface Raider. I'm out. Go Raiders. Very well said, man. Very well said. Very good take. You know what? I got to say, Cable... There were some botched plays that we've seen it all year. We saw it last year. But he put together a pretty solid game plan, and he kept the Eagles on one leg, even though you know it was tough there for a while. But he did a good job for the majority of the plays. Jamarcus, yes, I agree. But he played well enough to win this game. And I just don't know if where we're going with him but I got to give him props for what he did do well, his pocket presence, the running ability again, his tenaciousness to take a hit and still make the first down. Those And, and rallying the team, man, <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but just the fact that he's pumped up enough to get those guys excited to play is a freaking huge benefit. Let us see what happens in the Jets game, and then we can go from there. But being happy... You bet your goddamn ass that we got to live in this moment because we kicked the ass of a dominant team in the NFC. And that's something. We didn't beat the Chiefs again. You know, we didn't beat some losing team like the Titans again. We beat the Eagles. And, and that's something to say, man. And I agree with you 100%. Thank you so much for your call, my brother. They're always good. We have Rada Damien from Plaza County. That's up here in California, and it's freaking beautiful up there. What do you got to say, my brother? This is Raider Damien up here in Placer County. How you guys doing? Calling Monday morning post-Eagles game. Uh, boy, what a hell of a game that was. I just wanted out there to uh, go out and caution the Raider Nation the last time we had this happen where we had some really bad things going on. 
and we won a game. Everybody called up and got so excited saying we're back. Well, we are far from being back. So we got a lot of work to do, and hopefully we'll get it done. But I did want to point out from my perspective uh, what I saw yesterday that really impressed me a lot. Our defense came to play. Seymour, he came to play. Warren, he came to play. They did a good job. And I think what the difference was with them was that they weren't sitting there going, you know, third down and staying on the field, third down, staying on the field. And we were actually getting some first downs on offense. So that was a big help. I don't know where the hell Stanford route came from. I know he's been with us for three years, and for three years I've been trying to get rid of this asshole. But he played one hell of a game yesterday, and i got to give Stanford route credit and take back all the shit that I've been saying about him over the last couple of years. Stanford came to play, and he did a good job. Finally, um, I think once Robert Gallery gets back, um, that'll shore up that offensive line a little bit more and will be a little bit better. Hopefully, Jamarcus will have a little bit more time to – uh, make some better reads because um, yesterday he was still overthrowing, underthrowing, throwing high, although he did have some balls that were right on the mark, and we saw one of them go for an 87-yard touchdown to none other than uh, Mr. Zach Miller. So uh, that's it. Uh, Greg, Randy, hey, sorry I missed you guys at the game. I tried to find your uh, tailgate out there. Unfortunately, every time I walked by somebody else's tailgate, I got handed a beer. So I got a little distracted, and I couldn't quite make it out to the Raider Nation podcast at tailgate. But uh, I'll try to catch you cats uh, next week at the uh, Jets uh, game tailgate. So uh, until then, Raider Damien, out. Bye. You know, I have to agree with you on the first downs. That gave our defense an opportunity to get some rest, get some fluids, you know, take a second, take a break, and get charged up for the next set. That is a huge point, and I don't think we anybody has said that enough. I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, I don't know where Stanford route came from because I've been called for his ass to be pulled for the last two years. So I don't know, man. And gallery will make a big difference, especially in our run, especially in our run production. I think it's gone down so fast since he's been out. Uh, that'll make a big difference too. Thanks for the call, man. You got a lot of good takes, and it's always good. And we'll see at the Jets game. Randy will be be there, but I ain't going to be there. Unfortunately, I'm bummed. But I'll watch it. Good luck, man. I hope, hope you get another victory at home. I'll be pissed, but it'll be good because I won't be there to see it. <laughs> I know, a greedy bastard. Okay. We have another first-time caller, Rada Mack, from Montgomery, Alabama. You know I was born in Montgomery, Alabama? Well, now you guys know. That's where I was born, Montgomery, Alabama. All right, man, what you got to say, partner? So, Raider Greg, this is uh, Raider Mac calling from Montgomery, Alabama. I'm a first-time caller, and I was very, very pleased how the Raiders played yesterday. I mean, we gave uh, we gave up nine points, you know, to a good high-scoring Eagles team. You know, they they averaged thirty points a game, and I was very pleased with our defense from the um, you know from last week with the Giants. But um, yeah, I like the, I like the show. How's it going? And I'll keep it up, man. Keep it up the podcast. Real love it. I'm out. Defense did it all, man, and it's a great win. A defensive win is nice because you see all kinds of bones and stuff crackling and and hits and ooze. There's a lot of ooze and ahs. Defense came out and hurt people. Nine points. That was nothing. The Eagles were stunned. It was beautiful, man. Well, thanks for the props on the show. I hope you enjoy it. And thanks for the call, my friend. All right, who's next? 
we have the L.A. Raider. What you got to say, man? Let's hear it from Los Angeles. Hey, this is L.A. Raider coming to you again from sunny Southern California, sort of. Ah, we got another win. Way to go, Raiders. You know, I thought we, you know, we might lose. So I was kind of like, ah, I don't know. And they were going to be on TV, but then at the last second, they didn't put it on TV. What the fuck is that all about? I don't know, but uh, I'll give it out to you guys, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Just watched the uh, video podcast with the uh, Raiders and uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Pete Banasek here in Kansas City. In HD, mind you, that's great. That's great. Uh, I hope I hope this is, you know, more things to come. We need, like, a two-win, maybe three-win in a row for this team to get going. And, you know, hopefully we get that elusive 500 season this year that we've been trying to get for, oh, what, six, seven years now? But uh, just to clarify things, I kind of ripped Al on the last uh, show that, uh, you know, just because I'm frustrated, just like you guys, you know, don't get it twisted. I love Al for what he's done for the Raiders and for the NFL. But, you know, sometimes just things get old or people get old and they're not as sharp as they once were. And, you know, I don't know all the inside stuff, but, you know, a lot of people keep saying it, the same stuff, the same stuff. And sometimes you got to wonder, you know, hmm, could it be true? I've been in denial because, you know, I love Al, I love the Raiders, and I want the best for them, you know. And hopefully, like I said, things turn around quick, and hopefully Cable's a guy. Hopefully he's not fired after this season or even after the next season because we will just go backwards again, you know. So anyways, like I said, great job, uh, Raider Randy and Raider Greg. Hope to see one day there at Oakland. And go Raiders. Man, we hope to see you in Oakland, too, man. It's not too far for you to fly from L.A. But get a chance to get on a plane. Come on up here for a game, brother. We'll have a great time. It was a great win. And thanks for commenting on the videos, man. Randy puts a lot of time and effort, well, we both do, to make those things happen for you guys. So check them out on RaiderNationVideoCast.com. Or you can get them on iTunes or YouTube. Uh, it they're cool, they're funny, and there's a whole bunch of them in there, so check them out. Um, even the older ones are pretty good. You'll see the characters in the parking lot. These people are always there. This is not like a one-time thing. <laughs> this is a community, man. It's a red nation. Yeah, we need another victory. Thanks for the phone call, man. And as far as Al Davis, man, every one of us feels the same way. You hate them, you love them. You hate them, you love them. It's been going on for a long time. And who knows what's going to happen. I just got to hope that the team beats the Jets this week. That's where I am at this point. Thanks for the call, man. Last but not least at all, my good brother, tailgating partner out there at the tailgate, Juan Jorge. You could tell, man, he just got back from the game. How about that, fellas? How about that? We got a fucking W. Can you believe that shit? Who is this team? Who the fuck is this team? Our defense is straight raw. They were flying to the football. Flying. Richard Seymour is a fucking stud. He is a stud. You tell him 
get to the quarterback, guess what? He'll get to the quarterback twice. Should have been three times, but the stupid ref didn't call it grounding, and I don't give a shit because we won. But um, just like we, when we lose, when we win, I look for the flaws. Our offense needs to do better. Our offense needs to learn how to close out games, period. Our defense should not be relied on uh, to close out games like that. How do we um, got a few first downs with our offense late in the game? Game should have been done. Our defense should have never had to go on the field. I love this win. It is a big-ass upset. NFL Network said we couldn't do it. ESPN, we couldn't do it. Shit, even all the Raider Nation knew we were going to do it. We knew that we were going into a fight, and we were most likely going to get our asses kicked. But we won, fellas. We won. It feels good. And, man, did we all need it. Did we? Zach Miller. Zach Miller, what a stud. You can tell that when he caught the ball, he was taking it straight to the house. Man, Jamarcus, you know, he played all right. He didn't play as good um, as he should have, but he played all right. Um, he made a few mistakes, um, but I saw his ass getting chewed up by Cable on the sideline, which is a good sign. Um, <laughs> Kings for Kirk's target was off the hook. I, I just knew it felt like a good day this morning. I still thought we were going to get our asses kicked, but it felt like a good day. And uh, enjoy this win, fellas. Enjoy it. We got the Jets coming up this Sunday. Um, I don't know how this game got blacked out because it looked like the Raider Nation showed up and showed up big. Um, well, we kicked through that straight back to Philadelphia. Uh, man, I'm pumped. We got the Jets this weekend or next weekend. Um, we, we, can, we can beat these guys if we play like we did today. This is Juan motherfucking Jorge, and I am your happy, proud-ass Raider fan, Raider brother, and I am out. Very well said, my brother. I don't need to say anything because you said exactly what we all saw. Cable was very emotional. Let me bring that out, too, because I didn't say anything about that. You're right, man. He was chewing ass. He was chewing ass, and he got called on a 15-yard personal foul because he chewed the ref's ass. And it was perfectly legit when Johnson got a, uh, an interception and ran it back for s- six points. But they called it back on a bullshit holding call. So, uh, yeah, Cable was furious. The whole Raider Nation erupted on that play. But Cable was very emotional. And he did chew Jim Money's ass when he came off the field, when he made mistakes. He chewed him. It was a very emotional team. I got to say that. And I hope they play with the same emotion this Sunday against the J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. And I'd love to have a rant of that across the Coliseum because that would be bad ass. <laughs> anyway, man, Raider Nation of Victory, live it, love it, enjoy every freaking minute of it and rub it in everybody's mug. Because we kicked the shit out of a dominant NFC opponent. And there's nothing that they can say. This is Raider Craig. And I am out!